Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> Thanks, too. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. Hello. Welcome to Marissa Explains It All. Marissa Mendez. Uh, hey, guys. And Joyce, thank you. <laughs> and Ariella and Prime. Um, we have a special guest today. Chris Medina will be in the building. Ow. Our favorite psychic. Medium, and we will recap some of the stuff that he told us earlier in this year. When did he come by? March, I want to say, right? Um, mm. I want to say that was March or... Well, we he, don't know. Yeah, it was like March because he like came March. to my house in May. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so he's coming by in a little bit. So we'll have that. Um, as you know, you can listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes and on Dash Radio's talk station. You can also find new episodes to watch on YouTube.com slash Marissa Mendez every Monday, Monday at 10 a.m. And you can leave us feedback, emails, comments, etc. at M-E-I-A, whoa, 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 M-E-I-A podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter at Marissa Explains. You're welcome, Joyce. Since you said Sensational. Last time. Thank you very much. Um, before we started the show, I found out a very rare fun fact about Joyce that she thought I knew when she thinks I know all these facts and I never know them. You have 16,000 subscribers on YouTube because you used to make review videos of school supplies. <laughs> <laughs> that is all true. It's part of my sordid past. So in seventh grade, you're what, 11? Um, I think I was 11 or 12. It was like the summer of like, I want to say like 2008. I don't know if I'm doing math. Oh, that is Nova. Nova's also, <laughs> Nova's in, the building, also guys. in the If building. you heard those two little yippee yaps, <laughs> that was Nova. That's my little babe. Um, yeah, I don't know how many followers, subscribers I have nowadays. Yeah, they probably like unsubscribed. Yeah, but stuff. I checked recently and it was still like 10,000. And I was like, hmm, maybe I'll just do this. And I don't know. But yeah, I did YouTube when it was not cool. It was fucking weird. I did it because I had no friends and I sat at home during the summer and I sat in my room and I recorded all my videos. I edited all my videos. They were actually like bomb videos, like really well edited for fucking I'm going to need to see one of these In seventh videos. and eighth grade. And I, my most popular video has like, I want to say like 400, 500,000 views. And it's Damn, just girl. me talking about school supplies. <laughs> and I go... Yeah, so these are post-its, and then I also got this color pen, and then I got blue pens and red pens. Because when you're fucking 11, you have nothing going on, and you can just sit in your room and talk about school supplies. Cause your $100 crayon, yeah. crayon pack. Yeah. Honestly, I think my parents spent, like, so much money just back-to-school school supplies. But you know what? I did really well, and I had good grades. So well, that's cool. <laughs> I have a, a YouTube video that has, like, you two, do 250,000 views or something of me. Um lip syncing to Nicki Minaj's bottoms up verse. <laughs> so that's great. And I th that was, so that was 2010. I used to have like this little white digital camera. It was really good quality. I used to make, do little videos on it and um, pictures and stuff. And I just did that one because I was forever emulating every Nicki Minaj verse. And I put it on YouTube just because I had a little YouTube channel. And Novi, watch out. Come here, Nov. Come here, Papa. Nova. Hi. 
we got our special guest in the building. Chris is in the welcome, building. Welcome, welcome. How are you? Good, how are you? That was an awkward side hug. Sorry. Oh, thank you. Why are you always so great? Aww. We got gifts in the building. Hey, good to see you again. Yeah, I ain't get shit. <laughs> um, your headphones are there. I was just telling everyone, oh, look at how much Nova loves you. His breath stinks, by the way. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I can smell it from over here. It's really bad. Um, I was just saying how I had a video on YouTube of me lip syncing Nicki Minaj in 2010. And for whatever reason, it just started. Is this mic on? Does it? Nope. Right now. Testing one, two, there three. There we go. And for whatever reason, I uploaded it and like I checked back later that day and it had like a couple thousand views. I'm like, what the hell? How did it get so many in just a day? I have no, I don't know what it was if people were just looking for Nicki Minaj lip sync videos at the time or something. That's the thing about viral videos is like, who is looking for Right. And it was just me rapping bottoms up and <laughs> just in my room with a, with a ponytail weave in. And um, by the end of the week, it had like a hundred, a hundred thousand at least. The end of the week? Yeah. And, and then, um, and then different like, like Def Jam and someone else and somebody else did like a best of bottoms up compilation. I guess Trey was signed to Def Jam at the time, and like I made it into all these different compilation videos <laughs> and shit. And I don't, I don't know. And I never got a dime for that either. I put Google AdSense on that shit, like you were saying. I never got. But also, I don't know if I could have because it was um, oh, licensed music. Gotcha. I remember, though, honestly, when I was doing it when I was in seventh grade, I would make like $100 like every two months, which were like in seventh grade is a lot Ow. of money. Like, <laughs> and then I remember I had I like stopped doing it. Well, actually, two. Oh, two really funny things. Well, one, when I was like in seventh or eighth grade, I was at an Urban Outfitters and I was with a friend who didn't know I made YouTube videos and someone came up to me and was God, Joyce? I, and I was <laughs> random thing in the And I was like really like super, super awkward and like really shy at the time. And I just looked at her and I was like, and then my friend was like, what's going like I she was like, why does this go into the picture with you? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And then another thing, Aliza, my best friend, she started watching my videos before she became friends with me. Wow. <laughs> Fun fact, Joyce yeah. is actually a she, YouTube she, star. She told me about that. She was like, you know you used to watch your YouTube videos. Why? We don't know. She just Because exactly. there were like makeup videos and stuff too. It wasn't just all school oh. supplies. So she was like, I just found you one time. And, and she was like, <laughs> uh, she was like, and then, you know, I found out like five years later that all of our friends are mutual friends. And then that's how we became friends. Oh, well, someone walked up to my mom today and asked for a picture as well. <laughs> She, oh. she was in the parking lot. Wait, so this I don't understand. They were just leering. I saw your tweet. Well, I guess because she was like in the car, so with the windows right there, and she was watching Instagram videos and mine. And so I guess the person was like walking next to the car and saw that it was me. I don't know what compelled the person to like. Now, see, if this was my dad, I wouldn't believe the story, or I would think it there was it actually went a different way because my father loves to sensationalize, but my mom is super like no no fluff. She don't play no fucking games. So I know she's not making up this story, but so whoever the person was was walking by and saw me. And I guess I guess the person felt compelled to say something because it was like an old white lady watching me and they must have been like, let's bond over shared experiences. We both like Marissa Mendez. So they knocked on the window. So random. I'm just going <laughs> to stop so this old white lady and tell her, <laughs> right? do that you I'm like also Marissa Mendez? 
That's creepy as fuck. Well, like I said, because they saw her watching the yeah. videos or whatever. And so she rolls down the window and she was like, yes. And then they were like, um, oh, you're a fan of Marissa Mendes? And she was like, according to her, she was like, uh, yeah, I'm her mother. And that the person was, she said, started flipping out, like flipping out and was like, oh my God, oh my God, can I take a picture? And my mom says she was like, no, and rolled up the window. <laughs> and I was like, are you fucking kidding me, mom? It's like, why would you? She's like, I was taking a fucking picture. What the fuck is this? And I was like, oh my God. But she said the person was still excited and like was just ran off like excited. So that's kind of cute. It's that cute, is. but my mom's a bitch. Why would you do that? They're gonna they're gonna tweet your ass. They are. I'm Marissa Mendez, your mom. And I'll be like, I told I've been telling you she's a bitch. Anyway, Chris is here as we said he was coming. Hello. Hey my love, how's it going? Good. How's it going with you? It's going great. I was going just listening great. to your year-end episode today, actually. How'd you like all the little shout-outs? I I loved I I didn't even know they were coming and I, I was like, oh shit. That's me. All the time. Oh. I, gotta, I gotta pay my respects. I enjoy your podcast. I texted you yesterday that to let you know that one of your listeners mm-hmm. signed up for a reading, got a so reading. So fire. Awesome. Shout out to you. And she was like, Marissa's my best friend in my head. Please tell her I said hello and I love oh. her. And it was I, I don't know her real name. <laughs> It's Chiquita <laughs> Banana on, uh, or Miss Chiquita, yeah, Miss, I think Miss Chiquita Banana on Instagram. Miss Chiquita Banana. Oh, yeah. Okay. So she wants to send her love to you. Shout so. out to Miss Chiquita Banana. <laughs> That's cute. That's dope. Did the reading go well? It went well. Okay, it went really good. good. She's up there in Maryland. Oh, so, I was going to yeah. I was mm-hmm. literally just going to, wow, it's mm-hmm. like you read my, it's uh, almost like you're I, a psychic. I mean, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I lost that. What, what happened? Uh, he was just saying where she's from. Oh. And I was yeah. about to ask where she's from, and he said it before I could ask, and I was like, bam, bam, bam. So, you know, in listening to your podcast today, oh, In Your Head podcast with Chris Medina, it's on iTunes, which is where, but where else is it at? Uh, Spotify, iTunes, Audio Boom, and uh, what is the other one, Jay? Speaker. Yeah. How do you get it on Spotify? I feel like, you know, like three people today asked me, when is my show going on Spotify? And I was like, I, didn't even, I don't know how to do that. I think Jay just filled something out and sent it in. Is that what? Ha- yeah. We gotta up oh. our game up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. coming soon. Coming soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna soon, do that. Yeah. And, but you know, I was just really inspired listening to your show today too because I, I felt the same way that you felt that you're proud of yourself for actually sticking to something for mm-hmm. once and like once. going through with the shit. And I'm just like, same. The fact that I've been doing this podcast for two years too and I haven't stopped and done anything and it's like, you know, and to hear you, just. You know, even in the summertime with our little meetings in my living room and like we're like convincing you like, Chris, get your ass out know, there, get I your know, ass out there. And like you do it and then you see the like the results. And the it's results, so yeah. cool to see that. And I kind of felt the same way like with me, like, you know, everyone's pushing me do some do stuff and I do things finally and they go well. And so, you know, sometimes you guys got to put yourself fucking out there. But you've been killing it, though. I mean, you... I've been in a good place, I Every, think. Everybody thinks that I'm exaggerating. They're like, is she really out of the country? Is she really leaving everybody? <laughs> I'm like, I just talked to her like an hour ago, and she said that she's on a plane already getting, go, going to Puerto Rico. Yes. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you are killing it, love. Yeah. I, I had, am so proud of you. I've but, had um, a good a good last couple of months, I think, with like finding myself and figuring out where I'm going and what I want and working on myself, I think is the biggest thing because, you know, like Lauren Hill said, can't win if you ain't right within, you know what I'm saying? So I was just going to quote her shit earlier today too. <laughs> the hard rock, um, don't be a hard rock. Don't be a hard rock you, you really are a gem. I was going to do that shit today. Mm-hmm. How much Nova loves you? How I cute know, is this? I know. Did you see what I got you? No. Oh, where is it? I, I want you to open that. Oh. 
I was going to bring food, but she said that she was on a diet, so. So you wanted to, oh, is it cupcake wine? It, did you know about that? I know it existed, but I've always wanted to try it, and I never fucking tried it. That is so cute. And I got cupcakes Where did you get the bag from? Bevmo. Really? Mm. That's a good gift. That's a good gift from Miss Marissa. I'm keeping this. this I just walked by and I was like, of course you're going to keep it. I walked by and I was like, what what am I going to get her? And that cupcake stood out. Remember when I told you yesterday? I was like, what's up? Are you good? I keep seeing cupcakes. Yeah. So so what do you think? Like, because, so Chris did text me. It was, I think it was almost maybe two days ago. You texted me and you were like, I keep seeing cupcakes. Are you good? Mm -hmm. And like, you actually hit me at a time where I was just sitting on my couch, like really fucking happy. Just like happy with just the way things are going in life and my mental state and just like, money, everything or whatever. And so I'm kind of secretly, I mean, I don't know for sure, but like I'm hoping that that was just the universe telling you also, or like that like she's doing well and things are going, coming good. <laughs> everywhere we went that morning, everywhere, we went to Target. They have cupcake cupcake gum. Did you know that? Cupcake gum? Cupcake gum. She it's doesn't like really like cupcake flavors. Though. No, I mean, think they're cute. I like, cup, well, I mean, like that type of stuff, it's going to smell good and taste good, but I don't eat sugar gum, so I probably <laughs> wouldn't be able to eat it. And there were ceramic cupcakes everywhere. I was like, what the fuck? This is all Marissa shit. I need to go buy some. And so I hit you up and I was like, are you doing good? And then that was my confirmation that she's doing great. Yeah. So whenever I see cupcakes, I know that you're doing good. I know that sounds weird. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But no, I think, um, you know, this is our year end episode. So I guess we can like recap the year and stuff. By the way, this chair is so uncomfortable and I don't know how to go back. Um, But I've had a rough year. Definitely. I think it was probably in... In all, one of my worst years ever. Ever? Yeah. 2010 was just shitty in the beginning. So I was just chubby <laughs> and like not happy. But then I lost weight in the middle of 2010. And then I got the Inflex We Trust job in September 2010. And then like life changed right then. So 2010 ended on a high note. But this year it was like. And it was so, I think it caught me off guard too because I came into the new year um, getting to do Diddy's New Year's Eve party last year with Revolt on New Year's Eve. You're coming in hot. Yeah, really hot. And I I really thought that that was going to be the precursor to my year that, you know, I came out to L.A., I'm doing what I want to do, and and I was so excited. And then it was just like this year kind of just like, knocked me on my ass a little bit but in in hindsight like I'm really happy that it did and 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 you know the revolt was already going poorly when I got laid off I think the layoff I don't think I was ever at one point sad about you were never she she had a party (laughs) that was almost exactly a year ago yeah oh no May May oh no I want to say May 8th was the day I got laid off I believe um but it was it was already going bad and it was just so frustrating that like half the company fucked with me so heavy and and loved what I did and the other half didn't give a fuck about me and like wanted to shit on me or because the other half did fuck it was just like the weirdest situation and it and it fucked me up and then I spent the summer wondering what the fuck am I going to do and watching peers and former friends and things like that flourish and do well and I always say jealousy is the ugliest feeling and it's and it's hard sometimes like I I was praying every day like God stop making me jealous God stop making me jealous because it was rough it's hard to be in such a bad position and then see people that you started with or even started after you pass you and they you know and it's so interesting too because 
being a journalist and having done so many interviews over the years with artists, that's always something I talk to them about because I'm so interested in that, that, that process of having to put the blinders on. And a lot of these artists start at the same time and, you know, J-Rock started way before Kendrick and all of them, and J-Rock's just having his season right now. And it's been a year. He was a double XL freshman in 2010. That had to be hard for him, too. And so, you know, I've talked to many an artist about that, and, and it's it's like I know I understand that process, but it doesn't make it any easier when you're going through it, like, it, at all. I mean, a smidgen knowing that other people can relate is helpful, but other than that, it's still just you in that position, you know, like everyone can understand, but they can't relate. They don't know exactly how it feels that I'm upset that I missed out on a Spotify bag or, you know what I mean? Like that you, you didn't miss out on a Spotify bag. So you don't know exactly, exactly what I'm going through at that moment while I'm barely making shit on unemployment and might have to ask my mom to borrow some money for the rent while I'm still trying to like keep a brave face and keep my podcast going and, keep showing up to events and shit like that and acting like it's all good and dealing with people that are teasing me online about it. And, you know, all my friends are like, just ignore them. Like, it's, it's not that fucking easy when it's already, like, eating me alive inside that I'm not, you know, it, it was just a lot. And I don't mean to make this, like, a whole cry fest. I didn't even plan on this at all, actually. And now I'm pissed because I want to go out after this. My makeup's going to be messed up. <laughs> I mean, I was just going to the Grove with Nova, though. But um, all that to say, you know, and then kind of toward... The, the second half of the year I started picking back up and I started ended up having more opportunities to travel and um, I got a cool social media gig that requires not not much of my physical presence and I could be anywhere and do it and um, started but writing you for, already are yeah, yeah. <laughs> started writing for double XL just started with Dope. them this week yeah yeah and um, you know the podcast started picking up too and doing better and getting ad money and all that stuff yeah <laughs> And the team, you know, I, I, I absolutely 100% would not be doing this show anymore if it wasn't for you guys in here, seriously. Like, y'all push, y'all are more invested in this than me sometimes, <laughs> I swear. And we're like, Marissa, you gotta get your ass. Literally, out. <laughs> like, I don't feel like going there. Like, if y'all don't, if you don't, Marissa, Marissa, you can't miss another episode. Like, we, we had a sit down with her. <laughs> they like, did. Marissa Mendez. They were staging an intervention. <laughs> So thank you and, and meeting you and it's crazy like everything you've said has come true like everything like I'm, I I wanted to I didn't have the time to because I've been so busy but I really wanted to go back to that episode before this and like chop up pieces so that we can like go back to it oh, and then bring it back I know <laughs> fuck it. I mean we still sort of have the opportunity to in post but it doesn't it's not the same effect that we can't play it for you and have you comment on your own comments um but again, the one thing that definitely sticks out is the layoff thing. I mean, you didn't say it on the show, but you said it at my house. So mm-hmm. you laid off. I got laid off. You said you said laid off. You said yeah. you're well. He said fired, fired but yeah. it's oh, literally okay. the same thing. Um, he said it that Friday. I got laid off that Tuesday. He was like, "I'd hate for you to lose your job and get fired." Okay. <laughs> I mean, what do you tell? I mean, how do you tell somebody? You know, whenever <laughs> right. you deliver shit, you're just kind of like. Well, I think yeah. the one thing that I know about you, Chris, is like I feel like you know like when's the right time to, to say, like, something. say something yeah. or to not say something. And I say this because 
a couple weeks ago, or like two months ago, like I was going through something and I had texted you and I literally, and I was like, hey, like, are you around today? And you never, like, you were like, oh, I'll get back to you later today. And then he never said anything. And then like two weeks later, he was like, hey, I didn't say anything the other day just because I knew that like it was something you had to figure out yourself, which was so beyond, beyond true. Because if you had said anything to me, the situation that I was like going through would have not panned out. And I wish more people would say that shit, though, just like how you said it, you know, and understood it because I totally understood because people look and they'll be like, is that a cop out because you can't read or you can't see? No, but who am I to take the lesson Mm. away from? you? No, it like seriously, that instance, like for real, it was like it would be like fucking with like God's plan. Like, I know that sounds so like stupid to say, but it was like one of those instances. It was a trust incident between someone else. Like I wouldn't have been able to trust them if I had approached them about a conflict beforehand. Like, they came to me on their own, and I was like, wow, like, this makes me appreciate you so much more. And, like, if I had tried to intervene or, like, do something crazy, like, I wouldn't even be talking to this person. (laughs) There you go. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. That was amazing. So even, like, you telling Marissa that she was going to get laid off, that's obviously something nobody wants to (laughs) fucking hear. But the way he delivered it, too, was like, I'd hate for it to happen. I think he All knew. All queenie and gay trying to soften it up. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Like, I, I met you, what, earlier this year, right? Yeah. I, I mean, face to face. Yeah. And for whatever fucking reason, I am in sync with you. Like, you were going through some shit. We were both going through some shit mm-hmm. right around your birthday, right? Yep. And I just reached out of nowhere, and I never offer my, I, I'm, you, you know, I don't offer my services unless I'm asked for it, you know? Yeah. Speak, you know, speak when spoken to. And I called you and I was like, how are you doing? You're like, oh, I'm kind of, you know, I said, well, I got some stuff I need for you to do and went over to your place and dropped some stuff off. But I feel Marissa. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I can just, I can feel what she's going through. And they, they always let me know, here's what you need to drop in and tell her, you know, kind of pump her head up. But getting back to what you were saying about, you know, all the loss in 2018, um, if you don't mind, can I just jump in with that? Absolutely. You, see, you have been doing things the same way for a long time. Yep. You've been getting opportunity after opportunity and kind of keeping yourself fresh. I feel like, again, I, I, I've talked to you about this before, about maybe this is the time of endings. This is, this is the year where everything kind of starts stripping away and you start seeing the true you. You start, you start getting to your core and you switch shit up. I feel like with you, that this, this, all these lessons that are com- coming into play with people leaving, fucking you over, losing your job, is forcing you to get out of your comfort zone because mm-hmm. for, for being a double Leo... She's fire. She's supposed to be out there and going and not giving a fuck about it. But she's more grounded and more practical and logical than any than any Leo that I know. <laughs> and that to me is like, okay, well, how like I told you before, start putting yourself out there. You and I both yeah. have a hard time putting ourselves out there yeah. and asking people for help. But that's what they're there for. And that's where I feel like your guides are pushing you out and making you kind of get out of your comfort zone and step forward and do this really on your own. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about 2019. You know that if I saw some horrible shit, I would come and tell you, this is what you need to be doing. Yeah. I feel like all these lessons are, are again, a lessons for you to take, to, uh, reassess the situation, look at all the people that you lost. Were they really within your best interest? I am so happy about every person that's no longer around um, from men who, and it's crazy too, because you said the same thing. About the guy, I remember yeah, you saying about that, the guy. that he was going to come back around in the summer, and he did, because I had tried cutting it off. He came back around mm. in the summer. I realized how stupid it was, and then I cut it off for good in August, and he's been gone since August. So I'm applauding myself for that strong-willed situation. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's been, there's a couple, a couple girls that just did stupid shit, but they never really made much of a difference anyway. Um, but just, yeah, like little random things that I'm just like, okay, you know, 
I found my tribe here with my girlfriend, you know, my circle with Nikki and those girlfriends. And like that felt really good. And when I was actually in therapy the other day, my therapist made note of that, too. And she was like, I think, you know, it's really it means more to you than you realize that you found like a group of like smart, like minded women that like especially the smart. Yeah, but but seriously though, like not like the party girls, yeah. not not the rapper That's hard girls, to find. just like the intellectual working women that are just like you in a sense. I mean, um. I, I would say I'm the crazy one of the group, but at the same time, like that's also my spirit too. Is just the working person. You know, it's like I'm so. There's two totally different sides of me, um, but she was just saying like, you know as far as I've always, I think I've kind of always fought to fit in. And then like, I just go to the total opposite side and just try to stand out then because I feel like I can never fit in anywhere. So to find like this group of girls that like accept me for like all sides of me has been like really but, nice. But do you really blame yourself though, considering the industry that you're in mm-hmm. and seeing mm-hmm. all the shit? I mean, you were on my show. Yeah. And we talked about, I mean, I'm going to drop it here, Nikki and yeah. all the shit that happened with her mm-hmm. when you were, when you were uh, starting up her career and all that stuff, mm-hmm. you're, you've gotten jaded. You've gotten used to people fucking you over, mm-hmm. abandoning you, b- abandoning you and taking advantage of you. Absolutely. So it sits with you, but now you're, your guides, angels, messengers. Again, I don't want to get too gay on here, but no. whatever it is that you <laughs> choose to come up. with all this spray, <laughs> uh, uh, you, you you've got guides, angels, messengers, whatever it is that you choose to call them, looking out for you. And again, I I'm not saying I'm the end all be all when it comes to psychics, but when I get an energy connection with somebody like you, or you know, have that type of contact, it's meaningful. It's karmic. There's something there. There's something there to be learned between the both of us. So again, you creature of habit, not supposed to be not wanting to let go, not wanting to close doors, kind of coasting through and hoping everything will fall off on its own and not literally. Yeah. Here's the Leo thing though. You guys always sweep shit under the rug and don't want to deal with it. Now you're forced to deal with it mm-hmm. and you don't like it. Leos don't like to be depressed at so, all, but thank your guides though, because they, they got rid of all that shit. They for did. You. They Better really cleared this shit out this year. Like literally everything to the point where now it's just like, I know where I belong, like even stuff back at home, things were like falling apart. Like I would just go like the one little thing I would miss and reminisce on like back home, like that fell apart too, where I'm just like, okay, that's a reminder that this is where I am supposed to be. I am supposed to be in Los Angeles. I am supposed to be with these people. I, these, this is my group of friends. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's like all these little things. I think, you know, that phrase things have fallen apart. So bigger things could come together. I really believe in that. And, um, you know, little by little, I'm putting myself out there this year. Like, we started this YouTube channel. Well, the channel existed, but we started putting the podcast on YouTube, which probably the scariest thing of my year because I know the numbers aren't, like, going up like that yet. And so, like, it's so awkward to, like, be that vulnerable and let everyone else see, like, whatever the numbers are or aren't and, like, yeah, I never look ever. I'm, I don't want to know. But. Yeah, but we gotta look because we gotta add to the numbers. <laughs> well, oh that's what God. you got. That's why you guys do it, and then we could just work on it. That's all. That's, you know. But I think it, that's exactly what they want you to do: is start facing your fears and start getting over this insecurity. Because at the end of the day, you're a fucking personality. Yeah. You yep. were made for this. Yeah. So get over it. I know. You t- you're telling me that all the time. I get know. over it. You want to lose weight, Chris? Lose weight. Do this or whatever. I'm so better at preaching than practicing <laughs> but that's another thing too i've been really killing it on my diet weight loss journey lately and i'm down 16 pounds and Woo. um thank you and i feel like i think that's been putting me in a different spirit lately as well just like happier about like i'm in therapy i'm losing uh, weight yeah. i'm 
doing shit on my own. Like today, um, I, I posted on my Instagram story. Um, earlier this month, I had spoken to Billboard. They reached out to me about just c- to comment on that. a piece they were doing about the lack of women in hip hop and underrepresentation and how the media is really just focused on Nikki and Cardi and not really giving the platform to anyone else. Um, and so they sent me the article today and they tweeted it and they're like, you know, it's live if you want to share it with your with your followers and stuff. And I clicked on the article and I read it and they referred to me as Marissa Mendez, host of uh, Marissa Explains It All on Dash. Me too, me too. <laughs> and I was like, because and actually, because as I was reading the article, you know, they I saw, you know, DJ Megan Wright of Hot 97. And so like, as I saw that, I thought, I was like, oh shit, I wonder how they referred to me. Like I didn't, it, it wasn't even a thought until I saw that. So I kept scrolling and scrolling and then I saw it and I was like, wow, I really expected, I don't, I mean, I, I, I expected a Hot 97 mention, I think, and not a revolt probably, or like a, I, I don't know. I don't know what I expected, but that wasn't what I expected. And it just felt so good. Like that's mine. It's I created yeah. that. That's my brand, my thing. I don't belong to another company or another brand that I'm temporarily representing until they feel like I'm disposable and they're going to let go of me. Like, this is can mine. We, can we pause for one moment? This is very exciting because I don't know if you remember, but when you did that episode with, it was with Fran a couple months ago, Marissa couldn't even talk about like the things that she's been doing this year. She's like, I feel really uncomfortable because I feel like I'm bragging too much. And you were like, this makes you were like, oh, and you're like, all right, let's stop. You're like, let's stop that. (laughs) So I think that like it's really important because there is definitely a phase or like even like we saw it like you were very I don't want to say wallowing because like that's that's like a really like negative whatever but you, you you could tell that like you were just like feeling really down and like we could see that too and like we were like no like we need yeah. to like get marissa out of this and like especially like you couldn't even like take pride in the things that you were doing or it seemed like i think in your head you were like well i used to do all these things but i'm not doing anything now so i'm just gonna preach everything that i used to do but i think it was really eating you up because you were like well what am i really doing like at the moment exactly here comes a couple gay thunderbolts again (laughs) if that ain't a sign i don't know what is that you need that you need to start looking at yourself in realizing who the fuck you are no so now this is like such a breakthrough from even just a couple i want to say like three or four months ago not even that long like you were you were Mm -hmm. tearing up and you were like let's stop talking about this let's move on Mm -hmm. but you know that's honestly why i decided to also like outside of rebranding the podcast is why i decided to do the photo shoot you know what i mean because i'm like that's what you know what else but you know being sexy in front of a camera and you know what I mean and seeing back. exactly and then seeing once you put it online and, and you know us pumping your head up is one thing but putting it out there to the masses and them like you know getting that feedback not saying we should depend on it but it does give you that confidence boost yeah. and we noticed you know we needed to get Marissa back on her horse again <laughs> so I mean, yeah I'm, I'm the same way when it comes to people uh, posting comments and talking shit we tend to look at the negative so because that's where we come you from. could have a thousand positive and the one negative and it's like that's all you see and it like eats you alive that's why I was talking shit on my pot I was like you know here we're, we're busting our ass we're doing all this stuff and here you want to throw shots at us but we need to recognize who we are at the end of the day and you again Gay Thunderbolts, that's your sign. Start amping it up and start putting yourself out there. Mar- that Marissa, the Hot 97, the Revolt, that's all gone. That's mm. your past. Exactly, you, yeah. You, you accomplish that. That's already set in stone. Nobody can take that shit away from you. That's mm-hmm. what Never. I was thinking of earlier today. I'm like... I can still be that girl like that was at Hot 97. Like I'll never not be from Hot 97. Like and that's where I came from, and that's cool. And now I'm Marissa on my own brand. Like whatever, like what that girl Brandy. I did bubbles and bitches. She was that girl Brandy on my show. Uh-huh. She brought you up. 
you, I mean, my, my, my little thing's small compared to your, your thing in, in the grand it's scheme of things, but, thing. but come on though, you, pe- people are starting to acknowledge who you are and love who, realizing why I love you so much. So, God, man. They love you so much they had to tell your mom to roll down her window. <laughs> if that's not a confirmation, I don't know what is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, that's really weird for somebody to just be like, oh, they had to like really care but like again i do sort of get it though because i guess like honestly i'm I'm trying to think of a comparison if i was walking down the street and i saw an old white man watching a guap dad 4000 video i think i'd absolutely tap him on the shoulder and be like oh my god do you like guap dad 4000 too i fucking love guap dad 4000 (laughs) and that is your um episode Guap dad. Yeah, that is my. Day. I mention him on every single episode in some capacity, and <laughs> there that's the guap dad drop. We need to have a guap dad sound <laughs> sound We do. What, what, what could he? Oh, fanam fanam. We need a fanam fanam. So we're gonna we're gonna. Um, I can actually ask his DJ because he has like a really scary one. That's actually actually we a should scary have that. DJ. <laughs> no, it's like a really loud fanam that they play oh. in shows, and it, it startles me every time. So we should probably not add that to our show because it's. <laughs> Not, give people seasons. Not good on the, yeah, it's not good on the ears. Um, but okay, so tell me, so what's your plan for 2019 to take over? Out with the old and with the new. Mm-hmm. Dropping all the insecurities, all the fears, all the the weight. Because now they're telling me, you got to start putting your face out there. People are going to want to start seeing you, start getting into the YouTube shit, start putting your, your, yourself you gotta out there. You got to do YouTube. Yeah. You're going to have to do a live podcast and do live readings and shit we like gotta that. We got to do a live yeah. podcast. Yes. Yeah. We all got to do We should do like a live pod. joint podcast. We should get a couple other people together and do a tour. Yeah. Oh, Facts. Yes. We well, got to go. So Marissa explains all. Do people also. have like That'd be dope. podcast festivals? Gatherers. Yeah, they do. A podstival? That was terrible. That was really awful. Let's run that back. Podcella. A couple of the girls, yeah, a couple of the girls that I know that do podcasts, they get a couple other girls together and they do a little tour. And they have their audience that comes in. They do like maybe an hour. The other person does another hour and they speak to everybody else. Who wants to sponsor our tour? Right? (laughs) Cushy punch. Um, We definitely have to do one in uh, New York. That's that's my greatest following. That would be so awesome. That would be really When we went to New York, just like it was me, you, Zons. Oh, Taylor, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. wish you guys had been there, but like we didn't do anything. But like it was just cool was to New like have. By the way, oh, okay, when we were on the East Coast, <laughs> very different places. <laughs> this That's is like true. calling very different LA. <laughs> but just to be like, it just felt good to like have the some of the team on the other side. It just felt like good. It just felt warm. And yeah, yeah. I think I think us doing like a little, let's do it. A little, a little thing. I mean, we could do like LA, the Bay. I should reach out to my homegirl Stephanie from Soho House, New York. See, that's the and perfect see, place to do that it. Is the I already, not I did too big, house. not too small. Yeah. So we don't feel the pressure of like we have to have this crazy audience to pack it out. Like it'll be a, it's a good that's a good and intimate. And yep. Taylor will be there. And Taylor will be there. We missed you. Say we miss you. Taylor, I was reading your tweets or no, I was reading your Facebook updates to Marissa because she doesn't have you on Facebook. And if you wonder why you have a friend request for me today, Taylor, that is why. <laughs> I it's pure gold. Um, I want to go around the room. I think we should all, since it is the year end recap, we should share three things we're thankful for from 2018 and three goals for 2019. I'm not starting joyfully. <laughs> <laughs> Can we like pause this? Let me think about it. This nope. is a loaded question. It is. Um. Okay. Well, 
one thing that I'm what was, what was the comment? Three thankful, <laughs> three goals. Three thankful. Um, I am really thankful for my work ethic this year. Um, I've definitely in the past, like like as a high schooler, like in college. As a YouTube star. <laughs> I really am like a huge slacker and I'm not necessarily or I, I always thought like, oh, I'm just like not the type of person that's a doer. But then when you just decide like I'm gonna start doing shit and then it, it just kind of keeps going and like this year definitely is like I feel like I have so much more confidence to the point where I can like actually say that like it, I think in the past like I like well this is stupid but one thing I'm, I I don't really wear makeup that much anymore and like I'm just like oh like whatever Your eyebrows look nice today thank y'all mm -hmm. oh. like, even like little shit like that like I just feel like I'm feeling a lot more comfortable like being me and like being able to talk to people and like go up to people and have conversations because in the past like I was really fucking shy for so long but I think that was also because I was in a relationship with someone who was like the the life of the party like the person that everybody wanted to see when they came in the room so I was always I looked like a bitch because I would just stand there and not say anything because I was younger and I was quiet and I didn't know what to say and I'd be embarrassed so then I just looked like a giant cunt and like finally this year I'm like oh like I actually enjoy like talking to people and like I enjoy, you know, making connections. So I think my like having building a work ethic and like self-esteem and like really feeling confident is like one of the things that I am most thankful for this year. Oh, and just like and you always come off as very confident to me. So yeah, you're chilling, too. girl. Yeah. And just like <laughs> and, you know, having like a nine to five that I finally have now, which isn't exactly what I want to do but it like provides that stability and then being able to obviously do this podcast which like I'm so 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 thankful for and like mm. we just got an email from somebody who said that uh I didn't put it in here because she oh. said we didn't have to read it but it was oh. the one that you sent me today about the girl who said she wanted to like intern or oh yeah, yeah 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 I gotta reply to her and like to me like I was like like I did that like I reached you out did. to her and like it mm. actually worked out and I'm like how the fuck did that happen like that is so cool and um, I was I actually answer my emails. Holla at me. She <laughs> does answer her emails, and I have um, kept really good like journals since 2009. Like I was oh, going I through story. them. Yeah, yesterday. I saw that too. I didn't post all of them, but it's just so crazy to me. Like, I think I've always known exactly what I want, and I know this for a fact because I was like looking at a diary from like 2010. And I literally was like, when I grow up, I want this and this and this and this and this and this. And like, it was exact plan. Even to this day, it's still the plan that I have. And I was reading, like, even about relationships that I was in, like, two or three years ago, I was reading it. It could be, like, for right now, like, my feelings. I'm like, you know what? Like, uh, I don't really see myself with this person forever. Like, I know what I'm worth, blah, 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 blah. But I'm still going to stick around. Like, stuff like that. I'm like, wow. Like, I have just been moving and thinking the exact same. And, like, it's time for a change. Mm -hmm. Because I've, but I, but because I know exactly what I want. And even at the time, I knew that what I was doing wasn't going towards my goals. So I think my goal for this year is to really just start moving in the direction that I want to go in for myself and not for other people. Hey, fucking Good men. for you, girl. Oh, I guess you answered the question, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't do the three and the three. I just oh. tried and winged yeah, it. Yeah, you kind of did. <laughs> um, I'm grateful. I kind of touched on it earlier that that you guys pushed me this year, and that includes you too. Because, and that's another thing of just 
of the my I guess I call this like my cocoon year really before I can like really just be a butterfly next year but it's so motivating and, and to your point of like let's do the shoot and get her in her element but like y'all don't know I mean you do I guess because you had that idea but <laughs> how much it motivates me that y'all believe in me like I can't even describe that like that someone else cares enough about what I'm doing, believes in it enough, believes in me enough and what I could be when I don't believe in it half the time. And y'all all have pushed me. So that's my biggest thing I'm grateful for this year, for sure, is meeting you and having you guys and you guys pushing me to, you know, let's make the show longer. And and thankful to Fran, too, because that was that was a lot of that was him uh, pushing, yeah. too. Fran he came in and shook real, shit up. Yes, yeah, definitely. So, One thousand percent. Thank you, Franny, for real. <laughs> you know what? And Nova, I'm thankful <laughs> for you, too. Yeah, don't forget <laughs> me, now. I mean, I think it's like a true testament to, like, every time you have a game night over at your house, like, there's, like, a, a huge full of pe- group of people that, yeah. like, are really, like, your friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like... And, and, and I'm in a whole city that I'm not even from, right. which is really cool, And, you know, too. there's obviously, like, just fun friends. But I know, like, when I go to your house, like, I just walk into Marissa's house, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, she'll, like, she'll text me, like, I'm on your couch. <laughs> or, like, I'll, Zoms oh, came down God. the other day and was like, hey, what are you doing here? And I was like, I don't know. Where's Marissa? Yo. <laughs> but I think, like, going to your house, like, especially, like, the vibe that you guys got going on, it feels so homey. Yeah. And then when you have, like, all... I've met amazing people through Marissa. This is another thing, like I said, like networking and like being able to like branch out. Like in the past, like I would have never, the first time I met Marissa, like I was like scared to talk to her because mm-hmm. it was also at her house. Yep. It was at her other house. Yeah. She, cause Joyce, I don't even know if we've ever talked about how we met, but Joyce had emailed me like last spring, right around when I moved here and was just like, please, can I be your intern? Please, can I work for you? I'm currently, I think you were still in school. I was in New Orleans. I was li- I was living in New Orleans. I was so depressed. I never left my house. <laughs> and you listened to podcasts and stuff. And yeah, and you had heard. And, and so I was like, bro, I don't know what I can give you, but like, I need an online portfolio. So if you could make that and you made me an online portfolio. And then you came back, I guess, for the summer or forever. And forever. Came it was forever. Zom's birthday last July at the crib. July 8th is his birthday. So I think it was the Zombie on the track. Holla. And I was like, come on, Joyce, come through. And Ariella and the group, they had just started working with us, too. We had, like, put out feelers on the internet for interns. And that's where we found Ariella and we found, ta- found Taylor. Oh, Taylor. And um, there was a couple other kids, but... They kind of lost. You've got a good circle of people I around do. you. They, I really so, do. So, like I was saying, like every time I go to Marissa's house, like I, like Melissa, for example, she's like one of the, she's like just the nicest, Shut most genuine. She's actually such a boss too, and like she's so motivating, and like I, I just for to be able to be in the company of people that are so motivated mm-hmm. and have things, you know, inspiring. Like, that, Absolutely, it inspires yeah. me so much, and like also. There are people that, you know, like are unattainable. Like Michelle Obama. She's like the dopest person ever. But I <laughs> my, my degrees Shelley. my degrees of separation from Michelle Obama are heavy. But the fact <laughs> that I get to, you know, even just do a game night and like hang out at your house with like Nikki and Danielle and all those people, like it just feels so warm and like so good. No one feels out of place. If you don't know somebody, you're you're striking. Yeah, because I would say a lot of my friends are very all from all over, but like everyone just chills and kicks exactly. it in as like exactly. homies. So yeah, yeah, I'm th- I'm really thankful for my for my LA tribe. Right? I feel like I have 
and, and not to shit on back home, but I think I've fostered more genuine relationships here. I, I truly believe that I do. I think at home, everyone is like, I mean, everyone's always just busy. I just think it, it's just different. I mean, obviously I have like my, my Carol and my Kiana, my Victoria back home, but like here I, I really feel like I'm, I mean, I've met some great people. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for, like you said, my guides just kind of saying, all right, bitch, tired of this shit. I'm taking this away. It's over. This is done. This is done. This is done. This is done, too. Thankful for all of that. It made me very introspective. It made me really reflect on who I am, on what I want. It made me start therapy because I'm like, look, I'm miserable in every other facet of life. Let me at least just do this one thing I've been saying I'm going to fucking do forever. You have the time to do it. Yeah. It, it's, 2018 brought you back to what matters the most, which mm, is you. Yes. That's it. That, Seriously. Being, going within and doing you this year and realizing who you are to your core. Yeah. yeah. And I told my therapist, I'm like, even if I haven't, I mean, and I've had a couple breakthroughs. I'm like, but even if I hadn't learned anything yet. It, it feels good inside knowing I'm working on myself, that I'm just actively going to therapy now that I've stuck with a diet for three fucking months. Like, how many times have oh. I come in this show? Like, restarting on Monday. <laughs> Monday. And the fact I've stuck with this shit since October, it's like blowing my fucking mind. And it's actually working. And like now I could, because it, it took a, two, almost two and a half months, damn near, to like start seeing it. But I see it in my face now. I see it in my waist now. I see it in my arms. Like, You're she's getting those slim pictures. and right. trim. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh shit, I'm out here. So I'm thankful for, I, I guess in a nutshell, that would be the, the being forced out of my, out of my comfort zone. And the third thing I'm thankful for is, the fact that I've gotten to travel a lot this year. I, f I feel like that would sound superficial, but at the same time, no. I feel mm -hmm. like it's oh. a worthwhile experience. Mm -hmm. And looking to 2019, I want to... I'm going to get a, a show on a major network. I'm speaking that into existence as a host, like on TV, cam on camera, something. That's going to happen. I want to take acting classes. I will take acting classes. And my third thing, I will pay off one more bill. <laughs> for you. Good for yeah. you. What about yeah. you, Chris? Your turn. I am thankful for meeting you this year. Mm -hmm. uh, coming out of my shell and being a little bit more comfortable I'm with really myself. I'm really happy that you did that. Because, again, real recognizes real. And you know I suffer from the same shit that you do. Um, I'm just a little bit more forward. Mm -hmm. But I'm thankful for the people that I've met, the growing that I've mm -hmm. done. 2019, just like you, no shit. Going completely balls to the wall and doing me and not mm -hmm. giving a fuck or holding myself back. Uh, speaking the truth, doing more events, um, striking a larger number of people all at one time. So, And I, I need you there. I'm there. I need you to moderate. You know, you, I you, we've built this thing. This is us now. So this is it all the way to the top. What you need is what you got. What I need, I'm calling you. You know. But let me let me for. let me drop some some psychic stuff for you for 2019. Okay. Again, I need you to stay in the zone that you're in now, acknowledging that you are working on yourself and you're coming out and you're realizing who you are to your core. Now it's time to start putting your face out there and putting the talent out there in real and, and again going back. Not that you're basic. But going I'm back to basic. basics from yeah, the very beginning, get that 2010 vibe going back. What made you do that? What was your hustle? What was your grind mm -hmm. in sticking to that and putting yourself out there and not being afraid to ask people for help or for 
uh, you know, opportunity. An opportunity. I was just going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Because again, I, 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 I get it with you. I, I understand the pride, the ego. It's not in a negative way with you. It's just that you, you're not going to put yourself out there. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, you know, we're, we're homies, we're friends, you know, offer it to me. I, I get it. Yeah. But start sticking. Yeah. I think that there. is my thing. It's like, you know, I'm kind of struggling or, you know, that I'm looking for work at least. So if you haven't offered, you probably don't want me to. So that's why I don't know. That's literally like my thought process, but it, you got to realize that everyone's in their own world. Like, and but at the same time, they're probably looking at you and thinking, Oh, if I offer her this, is it going to look like I'm throwing her a bone? Her, yeah, yes. exactly. And but, I hate that too, though. I don't want anyone. But girl, to an opportunity is an opportunity. Yeah, take yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would, yeah. I would never not take something because I feel like they're I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Pity me to the bank. Oh, shit. And, and, I, and I've already told you, too, that as long as I'm living and breathing, I will back you up in whatever it is that you decide that you want to do. That you know, so with, with intuition, with, you know, guidance, mentoring, whatever it is that you need to, to kind of push you out there, let me know. But 2019 is going to be your year. I feel it. I feel really, really good about it. I have a good feeling by summer of 2019. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there so we're on your show. It, the timeline's going to be okay. around oh, yeah. the, after the ni- after the nineteenth of June okay. of two thousand nineteen. So look for, and I, I think this is going to be some sort of East Coast vibe or something going on out there. Okay. So you might get yourself involved in some parties or some hosting events out there by June of next year. Okay. Start looking for that. Interesting. But again, I I, I know this is I know we're, we're talking about me here, but I wanted to I I, I want to put this out there one more time about going back and refining yourself. We talked about that yep. before, mm-hmm. and again, you are always going to be a boss you're always going to be direct you're always going to speak the truth you're always going to do you start refining your approach and being comfortable in your own skin and again realizing who you are and projecting that outward with your physical appearance uh, that that stuck with me even like this is something small but like one one of the times that me and you spoke and you were like you know lean into who you are and stop kind of like just teetering on the line or being afraid of of who you are and stuff so even with that little Kim pose picture that I posted last week, oh, that, that was so out of my element. And like, yes, I talk about sex all we day. We were like, do it, Marissa. Yes, I, you know, I on my Instagram story, I'll post, you know, I'll turn to the back and show. But like that is is way more than that. And but like that picture embodies what it is that I want to represent is I'm a working woman and I'm smart and I'm a journalist and I and I do all these things and also I'm sexual as fuck and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fucking hot and and this is me and so like you know and that that picture wasn't even planned like we did this photo shoot and um I was in the fur and all that shit and I was like oh shit like this makes sense I should just do it I'm here we're, why not and you did and that Joyce helped gas it she was like hell yeah do that shit so I just did it and it came out of fire. And then That's even hot. before I was posting it, though, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so strange. And then, like, it just reminds, like, I posted it. I got so even Ebro, who to me is, like, the one that I'm, I'm, come on, Novi, it's okay. The one person that I'm always, like, nervous about disappointing, I guess. And I don't want him to think I'm, like, being too crazy or too, him and Flex or, like, the, my, my dads that mm-hmm. I'm just, like, I don't want to disappoint them. And even Ebro commented, like, damn, I don't want to like this, but I see you, my J. And I was like, all right. This how, is, many this people, is how many people were, were remixing that picture? Yeah. <laughs> how many people right. put it on a shirt? Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was. And That's I, tour I, I merchandise. Literally, I literally thought of you the entire time. Oh, like, oh you were the one told me, like, lean in on it. Don't be afraid of who you are. And, and, and it's true because I feel like the more I've really leaned on that brand of like I'm very sexual but I'm very intellectual too and this is what the fuck I do 
I feel like I've gotten so much more feedback from it too, instead of just like playing the fence. And one week I'm like, yo, I had a fly out and I had, and the next week I'm like, I'm going to be a nun and I'm not going to do anything ever. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I, I kind of, whatever. And then like, I think a part of that too, that really helped me was my friendship with Amber and being exposed to her audience and being able to be me on that platform too. She's and like the best mentor. Yeah, those well, are the women that follow her, those types of women that I, I want to inspire and, you know. Again, going back, here goes gay thunderbolts and I was going to throw down some gay tears because you almost made me cry. <laughs> but look at, you've got your your spiritual ones, the ones that you can't see, the 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 guides and the mentor. But then you have physical ones, me, Amber. I'm teaching you intuition and coming mm-hmm. into your own. Amber's teaching you sexy and putting you out there and being bolder. Mm-hmm. Look, you have everything that you need. Start stepping into it and stepping fuck out. Yeah. Definitely another huge fucking highlight and oh. was having Amber on the show. Not Guaptad? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no diss to Guaptad, but... Like, okay, of the three podcasts that I listened to religiously when I was depressed as fuck, and when I say, like, depressed as fuck, I mean, like, I never left my house, and I dropped out of school for six months and, like, worked at a radio station only from, like, like the odd hours at night. So when I was at home, I was just sad and cried. (laughs) And all I listened to was Amber Rose's podcast with Dr. Chris and Proper Etiquette. And Marissa explains it all. Wow. And those three podcasts have all had themes throughout this year. Yeah. And that's so fucking cool. That is pretty cool. And I'm very grateful and thankful. Thank oh. <laughs> all right. He your dad. Marissa's my mom. She doesn't want to be my mom. <laughs> what are your goals for this year? Again. Oh, yeah. He's killing it. Yeah, yeah. Killing it. Mm-hmm. I want yeah. more events. I can't. I want to. I want to collaborate. I want to do more shit with I, you. I want. Mm. I really want to do a collaborative thing. Me, you, Nikki, Bruna, like Nikki and I were talking about that. We had a an intention workshop at Bruna's house, some kind of like a mellow type thing, and we were talking about throwing Nikki into management and having her, having her start managing people. I said, "Fucking use me, use Marissa," and she was like, "Yeah, but uh, n- not disrespectful, not talking shit." But she was like, "Is Marissa ready to put herself out there and and and, and not be afraid or hold herself back?" I said, "Give me six weeks with her." I'll put her through the Chris Medina boot camp, <laughs> and in six weeks, you'll be good to go. Shit, let's do it. Damn, I was going to say something. Oh, about merch. We were just talking about that. I found mm-hmm. out, like, there's, like, it's called Printify or something like that, or one of those sites that's, like, you, they do it all for you. Like, you design the merch and shit, and they, like, instead of making it bulk where you got to, like, pay ahead of time and shit or whatever, it's they just... order? Yeah, and then they send it. They, they print it, ship it out to whoever's ordering it or whatever, and I'm like... Doesn't Prime have a... Oh, yeah, you do too, right? Because we, we might as well make some fucking, like, those squatting shirts if we can make a yeah. couple dollars on it. Yeah. Yeah, they would look great with that. Yeah, oh, yeah, we should. Word. And then we sh- we could just, like, split it all. They'd be like, Marissa explains it all. Also, t-shirts. you guys let us know how you feel about a Patreon. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Would you? How does that work? You pay, like, a dollar a month or something? I think you can set different subscription prices. I feel like a dollar. It, it would be for extra content if you guys would want it because apparently we're really late on the fucking Patreon train. Yeah, my, hom- <laughs> my homie's making 15K a month on that shit. Doing Marissa oh, after oh. dark. Oh, oh and I'm again. And then I, you know what? I should do it where like, okay, I'm gonna talk about my fly house, but only on my Patreon. (laughs) Exactly. Y'all not getting my stories there. Not that I'm doing any more flyouts because I have changed (laughs) and I have blocked every person that was responsible for flyouts, mostly except for two of them. Um, I'm just, I'm just not blocking them to keep the connection open for business (laughs) purposes. Are we looking for steady dick in 2019? I'm looking for. 
love in 2019. Okay. I too. want to have a boyfriend. I want to be going toward marriage. I don't want to get married in 2019, but like Joyce says, I want to be dating to marry. Like that is my goal, which is why a part of the reason I started therapy too, because I'm like, let me get my hair right for my man that's coming because he's coming. Let me lose this weight so he could be like, damn, bitch, you fine. Like, I know, boo, so are you. Oh, <laughs> we'll stunt together on Instagram. And, you know, that's why I cut off all these men in my life. So I don't have any stragglers that are texting me at 3 a.m. to come through while I'm laying up with my new boo. But do you know how hard it is for women to do that? Yes. I read people, what, 10 readings a day, almost every day. And codependency is a motherfucker. You can't, they're, they're, they know what they need to do, but they cannot let it's go. Right. And she's she's throwing it me. away. I told, well. As a Leo woman, hold on, as a Leo woman with that wanting to be in love and being cherished and have And that wanting sh- to be wanted, it, which is a part of it. Wanting the, to be wanted. I understand why that's a lot of the reason why I do this dumb fly out shit. Because I'm like, even for one day, I'm desired. Mm. And, I, and I'm like, I realize in hindsight how unhealthy that is because- as great as it feels for the one day, it feels that worse times too when you get home and you're like, wow, I really was just. It's like when you snort meth. You snort it that one day and three days later, you're fucked up. <laughs> okay. yeah, exactly. So flyouts are like snorting meth. Exactly. Well, do we have any advice for this email that we got? Did someone email us about flyouts? Uh, no, but about relationship advice. And I think that you and Chris can both help. Let's okay. do it. So. Hey, MEIA podcast. I'm 26 and moved here from Jersey a little over three years ago with my best friend. The problem is, uh, since moving here, we've barely met any new people. And please don't get me started on my sex life. Literally non-existent. I think we're both pretty cute and chill girls. So I can't figure out what the problem is. Wow, this sounds like me. Mm-hmm. The office I work in is mostly older Caucasian people. And my friend's a vet tech. So we really don't <laughs> meet people in the world. I feel you, girl. But you probably see some cute-ass like, puppies. Yeah. Um, the area we live in sucks. It's about 45 minutes out of L.A., Wow, you guys are like literally me. Um, and in it's not much to do here. Empire. Yeah. Oh, that's what IE is. Okay. Not much to do locally here either. My question is, what can we do to meet some new friends here, guys and girls? I follow you on Instagram. I always want to ask if I can come to one of your girls' nights. Bitch, yes. So first of all, yes. Um, so please message me after you hear this letter because you are more than fucking welcome. We should like go to a bar one day and just tell people to pull up. We should do like a Marissa Explains It All bar yeah, like a, a fan meetup. Yeah, meeting meetup. That's what it is. But wait a minute. Here's another twist to this. Nikki and, and Bruna and I were talking about doing an event together and having a kind of like a psychic matchmaking type thing. Mm. So if we do a Marissa Ooh. collaboration with some psychic stuff, and that's let's fucking that. sick. So what's her name? I don't know. Well, let's finish reading it. Okay. Um, sorry, I just the burp. <laughs> uh, I follow you on Instagram. Okay. Um, I always figure it might be a little weird. Any advice to be appreciated? Side note, keep doing your thing, ladies. I love the podcast, Marissa. I've been fucking with you since Ebro in the morning. Signed, a bored oh, bitch. bored bitch. Oh, That's her name. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've found the same problem. I. It seems like I, 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 it's so interesting that people always tell me, like, you're always out. And it's like, I'm really literally always not. And when I do go out, no one speaks to me at all. So I never meet anyone. I was, t- I was complaining about this last week. And then Joyce was like, open yourself up to meeting people. And then I went to Ralph's <laughs> and someone hollered at me. And I was like, you know what? I will be nice and give this man my number. And he turned out to be a drug dealer oh, slash Jesus. rapper. So What's thanks, wrong? Joyce. What's wrong with that? <laughs> and he's 23. So oh my God. killed okay, it. Okay, well, oh, you can hand him over. <laughs> anyway. Um, Rather they date a drug dealer than a scammer? So or? I don't know. It's tough. I mean, I would say like start actively planning 
like every weekend, like a Thursday or whatever, find a cool thing to do down in LA or on a Saturday if you don't want, you know, because you work or whatever, and just start forcing your guys, you know, yourself out to different places and stuff. You are more than welcome to come to my girls' nights and things like that because, like I said, you know, my girl tribe out here is fire as fuck. So, you, you know, will definitely need some good people yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to do my vision board sh- gathering on the 20. What did I tell you? You said dinner. You said the 28th and vision board the 27th. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I said the vision board the night we would usually do the podcast. Yes, but that's we're what off you next said. Week. That. Okay. That's what you said so you're all welcome to do vision boards at my house. I feel like that's super important. It's we probably where I have a bunch of people over. Yeah. So board bitch, if you want to come <laughs> to my vision board party, you might be, you might be back home in Jersey though. I don't know. Cause it is the holiday week or whatever, but everyone's more than welcome to come. Um, I've decided to not listen to you. I will be taking down my Christmas decorations that day because I only have like, 36 hours in LA before I have to turn back around and go to St. Croix. And I'm very like house has to be immaculate going into the new year. Laundry has to be done going in the new year. Sheets clean, car washed, new toothbrush, all that shit. So new toothbrush. I've never thought about that. I need new everything when I go into a new year. So all that to say, I'm only really gonna have time to do that on Thursday because Friday the cleaning lady comes because I'm paying someone. So the to vision really board party them. will still, Oh, we won't have the decorations. No, we won't have the decorations, Fuck but me. we'll have a house. <laughs> we true. got that going which is more us. important yeah um damn and then other than that yeah i just say like force yourself out like once a week that's what i've been trying to do to myself too i, d- I went to this christmas party last night that i really didn't want to go to it was horrible but at least i got myself out of the house i'm wearing the same outfit i wore there last night too because nobody saw me so that's cool um yeah that's my advice. Do you have any yeah, advice for her? I would say the same thing. Get, get get out of your comfort zone. Go explore LA. There's tons of shit to do. There's so much shit. Marissa well, meetups coming up soon. Yes. So, yeah. I, so MMs. She, she says that she lives in the Inland Empire. Yeah. So she's 45 minutes away from So you LA. should go to Montebello. They have Snowopolis and it's really cool. Well, one thing I was going to say too, I know this sounds kind of weird, but start like just going and like looking on Instagram and like see what where other people are going in your area like type in like and this sounds sounds creepy but sometimes I fall into rabbit holes where I'm like oh this person's at this place what type of restaurant is this and I'll be like I kind of want to go there I'll write that down on a list or I'll like fall I'll go onto their page and see what they're doing or like you need to open your own damn restaurant Look at all that shit that you're cooking on Instagram girl this is one thing not this year the years coming, I definitely want to go to culinary school. Ooh, I would, I would like Joycey in culinary school. I definitely, yeah, that's something I've always wanted to do. But right now, I kind of feel like I want to like just do the nine to five thing and just like have that under my belt because it's really teaching me like a really good sense of work ethic and like getting up early and like having a routine and like I need that stability before mm-hmm. I'm able to really branch off and you know like start my own business or anything. I love stability. It feels so good. It feels that's yeah, sure <laughs> but I think you definitely get comfortable in it, and that's the something that I don't want is just to be so like stagnant yeah. and like. Girl, that's not gonna happen. Your guys will kick just like her. Yeah. will kick your ass into another th- into the next level. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about that. Just go get the experience. Go do you. Get the work ethic in. Thank you. Yeah. And I'll cook all of you guys food. I can't yes. <laughs> I get it. We might as well read the other email as well. Um, what this up? is from last week, so we should read this one. Yeah. Okay. What up, MEIA podcast? Big fan since day one. Y'all kill it each episode from the sound effects to Queen Marissa's hilarious stories. Oh. <laughs> I'm ready to ask some advice, and I figured nowhere else to get some pointers than here. Marissa, I know you fucks with the raps game. The rap game heavy, obvi. 
My homie Flo's rapper out here in West Virginia, 304 Stand Up. There is no music scene here. He stays dropping music and it gets a couple thousand views, basically everybody in town. But what direction no. would you point him in to get some traction? The dude is the real deal. I know every manager friend will say that their homie is the best to do it, but on God, this dude is on point. It seems no matter how we, hard we push it, we just can't get anywhere. I know you have to spend money to make money. No problem there, but we want to invest it wisely. I know there's probably tons of info on this, but what's some of the main things to get some traction? I'll link you to some of his pages for you to check out. Love you guys. Much love, Hurley304. Um, and P.S. I 100% needs you and Joyce's Finsta. <laughs> and his friend, by the way, is 304 underscore. Flo. Um, hmm. Well, one, it's good that you have a solid fan base in your hometown. That's I think absolutely that's good. super important because a lot of people, like, you need to have fans and, like, you need to have people who actually listen to your music rather than just trying to get likes and, like, trying to get attention. Because especially with music these days, it's, like, here today, gone tomorrow. But mm -hmm. if you have your fans that, like, rock with you and, like, you know that your music is good and you're proud of it and if you're happy with what you're putting out, that's, like, the best start. Yeah. Um, money wise, YouTube is the number one, um, platform where people consume music in 2018. And I'm sure going into 2019, that's not going to change, especially with Lior being over there. Um, there are plenty of things that you can invest as far as YouTube goes with, and not even just necessarily like boosting your views, but like advertising and stuff like that. They're doing like pre-rolls and like other people's videos and shit like that now and stuff like that. So um, YouTube is definitely somewhere where you want to invest your money and to get him visible for sure. Um, I've been kind of removed from this world in the last couple of years. So like all the newfound things that can be offered, I'm not necessarily familiar with any longer. Um, but YouTube is definitely the place to start. And you guys, I mean, you're doing it right. Consistency is going to be the obvious point here. Everybody loves the... Um, they call it the Netflix factor, the Netflix binge factor. So once people discover you, they're going to go back and see all your old shit. So keep putting shit out. Keep doing that. And collaborate with people. Collaborating with people. Pay for a feature or two. Now, that's the biggest thing that's so interesting to me because just because someone has, like, a bit of a name, don't, like, what, what am I trying to say? So, like, every everybody was getting like a, a Fetty Wap verse at one point in Jersey. And so it was like oversaturated. It, w it didn't mean shit if you had a Fetty Wap verse. Like the blogs weren't going to be that much more keen to post it. It really didn't fucking make a difference. And without saying other people's names, like I don't want to shit on people or whatever, but there are certain rappers that like, yes, they're in this crew and they're next to so-and-so every day. They're next to Lil Wayne every day. I don't think he has anybody in his crew anymore, so I'm, I'm not really shitting on anyone there. But, like, you know, back in the day, like, if if this was 2010 paying, like, gutta-gutta just because he's, like, that doesn't, that's not where you should be putting your money, basically. So don't be putting it in the crew member just because they do have, like, 200K on Instagram or whatever. That's not going to get you any more of a look than you started with be really smart with it and go for someone that's just like really organically buzzing that maybe you do have to pay a tiny bit more than you'd pay gutta gutta, but the investment is going to be way more worth it. So pay attention to that too. Don't just pay someone because they have 200,000 followers and, and don't give up. Well, and yeah, don't give up. And then also just like collaborating and yeah. like meeting new people helps make you meet other people. Mm -hmm. And like, it's so crazy because like in 20, well, I was dating somebody who like had no followers on SoundCloud or anything and just signed a deal with Atlantic. 
And like at the time it was like 2013 and like we like all these rappers and like artists like he was just collaborating like he would get out of school early and like go to the studio and like have them come over and a lot of these people like in 2013 like there was this one guy who's a producer and he like slept on my couch because he had nowhere to go and they're like huge now yo just because like they all connected and, like like they built they built those real friendships with each other and it wasn't just like on some industry bullshit like it was like they are like brothers now like it's been like five or six years and like you never know who you're gonna end up in the studio with and like just put yourself out there so that you can meet new people and like those people can introduce you to the right people it seems like you know you said what city are you from uh, west virginia somewhere. west virginia well you know That's a lot of people come from state. but yeah whatever yeah but it's like there the more you go out and like the more you talk to people you're gonna get yeah somewhere <laughs> Damn, that reminds me too when you said about the producer i was just thinking today as i was driving it was um like spring 2014 and ty had a college show in pa i mean i lived in jersey so the pa was like a hop skip and a jumping away and it was me ty and travis scott at the show and travis was hardly shit ty was barely shit it, it was just ty's crew was um him dre sinatra and his road manager big b yeah and that was it. That was Ty's whole crew. No assistance. No any of that shit. No nothing. And Travis's crew was himself. Um, I think Chase B is DJ. And I want to say Busy. His like I don't know what the fuck Busy does, but Busy's been around since day one, and now he manages Sheck West too. And that was it. And it was me and my homegirl Carol, not my same Carol, but Carol's other friend Carol. And so this one we have to preface not <laughs> yes. the same Carol. Yeah. Um, and we were just backstage, and you know there wasn't that many people in the audience. It was a small school, a small show, and you know we were just back there kicking shit. And like the sound went out at one point, and like we all like ran off the stage. And Trav's like, "You got to know sometimes when you just stop." And it was just so fun. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, it was such a small grassroots like organic thing, and now like. These are the fucking superstars of That's the world. The thing. That's <laughs> how it goes, though. Isn't That's it crazy? It and like, I felt so like, I, I felt so honored—not honored. I felt so um, <laughs> grateful for my own journey, like that I've been in music and radio this long to, to see that to have known these artists and watch their their literal from nothing to something. And then like, then I got more excited. I'm like, I can't wait to say, you know, in a year or two, like. Because I really, you know, when Tyler, my friend Tyler Yahweh, when he's a big superstar, which I know he's going to be. Let's get him on the show. We do need him on the show, you know, and and um, guapped out. And I'll be like, you know, I remember when you fucking slept on my couch because you were homeless for a week. You know what I mean? Like little shit like that. <laughs> when, I, like, when I held your dog custody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's really cool to be able to see that. And um, that does not answer your question, sir. But to Joyce's point, collaborate with people because you literally never fucking know when you're hanging out with the next Travis Scott. It's not even hanging out with the next Travis Scott though. It's like these are And like, also the creativity. Part. It's like mm -hmm. the people that can like really like genuinely like collaborate and like make good music cuz I think that's what we're lacking so much right now and I'm not saying that there's no good music out there but it's like it's here the today, same shit. Gone yeah. tomorrow. It's yeah. like I saw some somebody tweeted like damn there's so many albums that like I there's so many albums coming out. I want to listen to all of them, but I also don't because I'm Same. not going to remember. Like, it's not going to phase me. It's exactly. like, but the one thing all these people had in common was they never gave up. Yes. Mm -hmm. They stayed true to it. They ate, slept, shit, everything for, the, for that dream. Yeah. And they are where they're, yeah, they are where they are now. So, yeah. 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 Seriously. Yeah. Like, even like, you know, and even I, I knew Travis even before that, like the year before, like, 
I specifically remember one time because it was the summer of 2013 and I was hanging out with him a lot because um, I was I had become friends with Busy because it was like this long connection. I was working with 40 ounce um, NYC, like with the hats and shit. And this kid, Jalil, who was the co-owner is Kanye's cousin. And he was like, I don't know if y'all saw Kanye's Family Feud episode, but Jalil was the interior designer guy that was on the show with him. Um, so Jaleel was friends with Busy and Busy was managing Travis Scott. So it was like this whole thing. We were just all a crew all summer long. And um, I was walking, I was like me and Jazz Fly, my girlfriend Jazz Fly, who's an amazing writer on This Is Us and um, Jim Carrey's show on, I want to say HBO, is it on? The the comedy show that he has now? I can't think of the name. Pra- no, I'm making it up. I don't know. Um, and Hood Adjacent and various other shows that she writes for. And um we lied our way into Diddy's VMA party in 2013 when the VMAs were in New York City. And we were walking through the lobby and a lonely Travis Scott was by himself exiting the party with no one giving a flying single <sighs> fuck. I have a funny story too. And I knew obviously Travis from being around him all summer with Busy, but like we, you know, Travis has always been Travis, like very quiet to himself, kind of strange, nice guy, but like, you're not actively chatting with him in any capacity at any point. So awkward me, who's never really great at talking to people either. Like the first thing I see him, I'm like, hey, where's Busy? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> and that was our that was our whole conversation. And that's the only thing I could think of to say when I not not hello, not how are you? Right. Have a great night. Hope your day's just hey, where's Busy? <laughs> I didn't even care where Busy was. Like I legitimately did not give a fuck. And that was all I said. In twenty third I was like really obsessed with Young Lean. I don't know if you know Young Lean, but I don't. So nope. he and Travis Scott used to like work together. Well, they and this was like a long time ago. And I remember I like definitely went to their hotel and stopped them. Nice. Sounds like something I would do. And like they didn't really have like a huge I mean Young Lean did, but like Travis was still like I don't want to say it was 2013. Might have been before that because I was like a sophomore or junior in high school. Mm. But yeah. I went to go stock them. <laughs> All that shit is crazy. Like Dave East, I, I I would go to clubs with him in 2014, and I specifically remember one. It was like his friend's birthday that like we had to, like he had to go, and there was so much trouble at the door. We waited for like 25 minutes to get in, even though nobody else was outside, and it was a bunch of shit. And we finally get in, and then like then to see him now, fucking Dave with the chains and the this and the fans, and it's just like it's really really cool to like watch this happen as it happens and, and they probably think the same thing about you i was just gonna say that now mm-hmm. 2019 you're gonna flip the script mm-hmm. and you're gonna be the one going for your They're shit gonna be like mm-hmm. wow little marissa mendez the little oh. girl from the that was in the background the at hot 97 <laughs> and now she's hosting she has her a show own TV on show. E. Yeah. yeah that's cool that is cool and then there's been like points in in the year where is that Nova? <laughs> Excuse me. Sniffing your ass. <laughs> Where I'm like, is this even what I want to do? Do I even want to host or whatever? And then they'll just be like, I'll doubt for myself for one second. And then there'll just be something where I'm like, no, this feels so right. And so like, this is what I'm supposed to fucking do. So. That's and you have everybody around you yes. that keeps confirming mm-hmm. this for you. Yes. So this is your lane. Stay in it. it. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you flipped the paper over because I did want to talk about this Cardi B shit since this is important. Um, what Offset did was not cute at How all. How about no? What did he do? We always have to preface and say exactly what happened because I feel like people listen back to the episodes and they're like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, that's true. And it may not be in order. Um, 
offset crash Cardi B's set at Rolling Loud last weekend. Were you there? Well, yeah, were you there? No, I went the first night to Rolling Loud and it was so much walking. I walked four and a half miles according to my period app. And why does your period <laughs> app tell you how much you walk? I don't know, but I appreciate <laughs> it. And it makes me happy that it does. Um, and I was so exhausted that day and so bored that I didn't even stay for Little Wayne set. That's how much I didn't want to be there. But I did stay for Ted Dallas on set because exactly. <laughs> that was so awkward. Um, anyway, so yes, I didn't even go for day two because I was like, you know what? I'd rather just stay home. And also because I've been on so my diet shit, I only do one cheat day a week. And last weekend I was making it Sunday. And being at Rolling Loud on Friday was so hard because there was so much good food around. Like it smelled amazing. My, mind you, my fucking... Um, what is that word when you can deny shit? Uh, self-control. There we go. Has been so good on this. I don't know where it's, I've gone on tours. I've gone fucking to dinners, like Netflix dinners and shit and ate a stick of gum. Like who does that? I don't know how I've been doing this. my ass. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where this is coming Not from. Not me. But um, what was I even talking about? You were talking about Cardi B and Offset Oh, Cardi B. There, thank you so much. And anyway, so yes, on day two, Rolling Loud, Offset crashed Cardi B's set with um, some flowers that said, what did it say? Take, Take me, me back, back Cardi. Cardi. Because they broke up. And um, so many people, well, A, all these people think it's a publicity stunt. Like, the, people think the whole relationship thing, breakup is a publicity stunt. Y'all are stupid as shit. It's not. A, B, ooh, we can get your psychic intuition. Let's do it, too. yeah. And so that whole, like, I understand the mentality of don't do dirt in public and then apologize in private. Totally get that. But also, I'm sorry, bruh. He's apologized in public already and posted shit and said shit or whatever. Like, we know he's sorry. Is he? Just because you say you're sorry? Right. Does that really I mean, mean that you're I, sorry? Just, I just mean, like, in a generic sense of like the public apology that you're looking for gotcha. that happened. Um, that what actually matters is whatever's going on behind the scenes, which should not be our business, and um, it's not. And I'm hoping he's doing a lot more behind the scenes. But a situation like that, crashing that woman's set, putting her on the spot to have to be somewhat cordial. She's not going to fucking like embarrass the fuck out of you. You're her child's father. And she's been she very said. amicable. But about she wasn't it. smiling though. Was no, she? she was not happy. Yeah, she, she was, was not. not happy. And um, and she shouldn't be. It's mm-hmm. it's literally putting her between a rock and a hard place. You're forcing her. And and the one thing that I really fucking hate, and this is and this is stuff I've experienced like in the media world or whatever, is um what do you call that? Gaslighting or whatever. It's like she knows or he knows rather that him doing that is going to make everyone else say, Oh, Cardi, he's so great. He's so great. He's so great. And it's like, you're basically buying the public's opinion with that. And, and making that like her have to deal with that even more now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know about gaslighting. That sounds like manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. Like, yeah. And, 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 and that's not cool. Like you're, it's, Oh, nothing about that was cute or adorable or funny. Like this is not an engagement of two people on good terms. This is two people on very bad terms. And she already knows you wanted that. Nothing about that was cool. Nothing. I think a big thing is too, is like, I'm, I'm fairly certain that they're like still talking Absolutely. and like seeing each other like every day. Because They're supposed to be spending Christmas no, together. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I understand. So it's like that part. It's like, Hey, it's like pr- keep it private for a little bit and then you can do like the public apology or whatever. But it's like 
if you already know at home things are you're working on it at home you don't gotta put it out there exactly and then like with his dad getting involved which by the way oh, guys yeah. somebody tell me how offset's dad is so eloquent with his words but his son is just like his father is apparently a man of alpha phi alpha and his mom's a fucking delta like mm. where, I don't where does the hood come from but, but why are they just know. making noises on their song <laughs> there's there there's reports that that wasn't real though i don't know how, but didn't she was. didn't she after he cheated on her or whatever happened she immediately showed the picture of, of culture, culture. Mm-hmm. and according to this alleged post a- alleged from father. offset's father they're saying it might be a stepfather um all different things we don't know yet or whatever if it was even a real post it could have been doctor it was a facebook post yeah it was a facebook post in a group for alpha phi alpha and you know his his dad was like talking to his frats and just basically saying like it was like a long thing like, the but actions of my son have proved me to believe yeah well, and i was like was, wow his was, dad talks like a lawyer yeah <laughs> but um at one point in the thing he did i mean it made sense he did say that like cardi posted the baby out of spite and they were saving the picture actually for it to be for offset's album cover and that she basically ruined that whole plan and i was like oh well, you know, she, the reason why she wasn't showing her was because of Offset. Yeah. He didn't want it. Exactly. So she, so she was like, fuck you and your album and everything you care about and want. And here's a picture of my beautiful ass motherfucking baby. Because mm-hmm, I sure as hell didn't want you cheating on me. But, you know. Yeah. Didn't but stick to that yeah, plan. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> didn't stick to that no. one either. So fuck plans, <laughs> huh? So what do you think about their fate? I don't know. Cardi, she's a Libra. Okay. So that is all about relationships. That's balanced. That's, you know, um being wanting to be in a relationship or having that partnership there so i kind of think that she is going to forgive him and take him back but is I it going to last no i don't think so either. i don't think it's going to last either i think there's going to be some more bullshit nope so, <laughs> yeah. yeah i i mean for the sake of the baby i mean the baby could still be fine and the parents can co-parent it seems like cardi's being pretty mature about the entire situation from what she we really can does see. she well, she was saying how, like, nobody come at my publicist because there was that video that her publicist was helping. Her publicist is also, like, a friend of both yeah, of the relationship. That, her, her publicist is, I think, I think people in their lives want them to be together because, like, you know, it's just. I mean, yeah. But if so, she, so she said about her publicist, she was like, nobody come at my friend like that. Nobody come at my baby father. Like, at the end of the day, no man is going to love my child as much as her dad does. And. You know, it's really hard for the internet to ridicule somebody and to, you know, bash on someone. She goes, I know what that feels like, and I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. So everybody, yep. don't talk trash about my friends and don't talk trash about my baby father because we don't really know what the fuck is going on. Did and you guys, that was so respectable. Did you guys watch her on Love and Hip Hop no. when no. she was on there? Never she never, I mean, she was loudmouth and she was who she is, but when it came to sharing her private thoughts or her feelings, off limits. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Red Hyundai? Nope, none of us. We are no Red Hyundais here. Um, yeah, I never watched that fucking Ratchet Ass show. But <laughs> So him crashing the set and, and having the people look at her and be like, okay, so what are you going to do, Cardi? You know she was pissed. Exactly. She was like, like mm-hmm. that's just not, that's just not fair. That's like really like, uh, what's that, ambushing somebody. Exactly. And, and it's like, Cardi is such a real bitch. Offset is a real dude too. And this is speaking from an outsider's perspective, but I I feel pretty confident in saying that Cardi's not with all the fanfare and the publicity shit and the stunts and the whatever. Like they have enough going on just being who they are that they don't need to do all of that shit. And, you know, Cardi's never really done anything extra to make a headline or do anything. 
So I can see her being extra annoyed because Offset, too, he's never really been with the fuck shit and never really been with the whole, like, let me play into this celebrity role that all these fake-ass people around us do. They seem mm-hmm. like two really grounded people that probably relate on the level of this industry is fake as fuck. Let's just stay real with each other. So to me, that kind of bothered me. Like, Offset kind of, like, almost sold out for a second and did a whole headline-making thing for what? Because it wasn't like he knew he knew that wasn't winning her back. There was nothing about what he was doing. He you know your girl enough to know she ain't gonna be with this fucking shit at all. Like there was no chance that was gonna go well. Which at leads all. one to believe who put him up to it. I was about exactly. to say it yeah. wasn't his idea. Yeah, exactly. I, he doesn't look like the kind of person that would want to do something or put exactly. make himself look ridiculous. No. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, what 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 would they expect? Like for her to be like, okay, yeah, yes, I, I'll take you back right here and right, right now. Let's make out right she now. She had that look on her face, like get the fuck out of here. Well, I mean, she was but or or you know to a crafty grand publicist it's like that is supposed to be the reaction but then when they finally do get together it's you know we built these seeds of yes offset tried very very hard for very very long to win his bride back and then he eventually did and this will just be part of the narrative that it works well that he tried very hard and it's okay that they're back together because the public saw how hard he really tried to work on their marriage and we're not judging cardi for taking him back like i think it's part of a whole grand fucking it is yeah Mm -hmm. 100 Mm -hmm. But shout out to Cardi for not being with the shits because I wouldn't want my relationship to be all about publicity stunts and shit either. Like, we can stunt a little bit on Instagram looking cute, but publicity stunts? No, absolutely fucking not. And well, she doesn't need to. She's got the bag. Exactly. That's not, she, that's, I think that's a big thing too. She's like, look, he's built something for himself. I built something for myself. We work well together in a business sense. And we have a child together. Like, I think that she is very Mm level-headed. And, like, I commend her for, like, holding her ground, too. Because, like, you know, if there's, like, a lot of people that want you to be in this relationship, and I'm sure the people around her want... I'm sure she wants to be in the relationship. Uh, Yeah. When you want something so badly, but you know it's not good for you at the moment, and you got to deny yourself of that, like, that's really hard. Like, I'm a caver. I would be like... You know, behind the scenes, I mean, she's pretty... I, I think she'd be kind of like you and I getting involved in a relationship and telling them, I'm going to be good with you as long as you don't make me look stupid, stupid. or you don't lie to me. I mm-hmm. guarantee, like, th- you understand that these men are doing some dumb shit on the road and all mm-hmm. that shit, but it was the breaking point, I guarantee you, was that he did some public, like, that bitch that made it, it super out. public and made her look fucking stupid. That's the one thing. And then now this bitch is... This bitch ain't making it no better on them because now this dumb bitch is doing interviews. She, she, did, a, she did a power one rap songs interview. and shit. Mm-hmm. And Cardi's probably sitting there like, you dumb motherfucker. You fucked with the clownest bitch of all clown bitches. But you know what, though? My thing, yep. I, I, I would I would go after the people that are paying this bitch to go on and talk about her story. Mm-hmm. I was upset with Power 106 for putting that bitch on. Like, come she was on, on power? Yeah, Cruz. No, but they oh, didn't. Oh, but it never actually came out, the interview. Oh, they didn't air it? Well, what I read earlier today was that Cardi's team like blocked it from coming out. Nice. But that there was a clip of it that had been posted, but mm. it's since been retracted. So I don't think that they actually are putting it out. Yeah, but, but I don't still, know that. But even but accepting they still the interview. Down to do the interview. Exactly. Like, but I mean, I, I fuck with Cruz so heavy. Like, Cruz, his interviews are probably my top five or whatever. But really? Yeah, I really enjoy Cruz. I think he's 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 amazing. Um. But yeah, that that was I'm I didn't really respect that decision. <laughs> I don't know why you're looking at me like that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't fuck with that shit at all. But good, I'm glad they fucking pulled that shit because I want to throw a bonus in here for you. Okay. 
Did you see Nikki's? I'm gonna shit on her. Good. Did you oh. see her new photo shoot, The Vogue, or is it Vogue that she's in? The one where yes, she's copying Japanese, thing. Japan. She said she's look. She copied Cindy Crawford. That's the little <laughs> bitch that she was going for, Cindy Crawford. And how? Yeah, it's Kim. It is. It's Kim, it's Kim. It's all Kim. the way. It's that Kim. is so fucking annoying. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, she put a. Mo- yeah. Yeah. No, no, no shade. No, no, no shade. <laughs> yeah, she. Um. Hey. Whatever makes her happy. That's what I said. I mean, it must suck that you're that you're tanking out and you got to reinvent yourself into, you know, someone that's already here. Mm-hmm. You know, jeez, <laughs> that you gonna hate. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no, he really likes you. He does. I um for those that are obviously just keeping track so deeply of my Nova Chronicles, um I got him back this week because I had to go to Guap Dad's house, not even his house, I had to pick him up from a studio at three o'clock in the fucking you morning. You had to. Well, I promised <laughs> Kiana I was gonna get this done because Kiana, my best friend at home, her man, for some reason, is like an actual Guap Dad fan. Well, I mean, he's dope. Of I his guess. music or his personality? Or Both, his he, he literally listens to his music and he like makes Kiana watch his fucking videos and oh, shit. Okay. Like he really fucks with Guap. And so Kiana was like, you know, as a stocking stuffer, I think getting him the boxers would be cute. Um, Guap did a collab with Ethica for some um, briefs. But she was like, I know he also probably won't wear them. So why don't, like, you know, you think you could just get, like, get him to autograph the pair or something so it'll just kind of be, like, a cool little cute gift. I'm like, all right, cool. And so I've been stalking Guap for, like, a week to try to meet up with him. And he's always fucking ripping and running. And he was like, all right, we could do it tonight, but you have to get me from the studio. And then we'll go to get, get him at my crib. And I'm like, oh, my God. God. So at three o'clock in the fucking morning, all in the name of being a good fucking best friend, I got my ass out of bed. I set like the loudest ringtone for his text messages <laughs> so that I could wake up. And I went and got him and we went to the crib. And then he was like, You can take Nova if you want for the week. And I was like, Oh, if my you God. want, he was probably Aww. like, I know I'm going to be doing this and this and this. <laughs> I, don't and I don't care. got time to be putting up with no bullshit. I <laughs> was happy as hell. And I was like, You are, this was a great Christmas gift. Thank you. And he's like, You just got to return him before Christmas. And I was like, Done deal because I'm going home for Christmas. So that's it. And now I have Nova until Saturday. Your life is complete. And it is. <laughs> yeah. We like yeah. we cuddle and we watch TV together and we sing together. And he pooped on my ru- my carpet today while looking directly in my eyes. So that was really <laughs> nice. <disrespectful>. <laughs> and then he pooped outside a dash, actually. And they didn't know yet. So and I did not if you are going to be a dog, anything you got to pick up, the which shit. is why I said when I got here earlier, I'm happy to be a dog co-parent now, but I don't want the full responsibility. But are we giving back to the earth by letting him shit on it? And exactly. just, re- you know what I'm saying? Fertilizing, keeping things Fertilizing. moving. Yeah. Exactly. Joyce is like, no, bitch. So I'm not works. big on littering and I'm not big on leaving your dog shit places. Well, Those are two things that I cannot Everyone in my in my neighborhood does it. Everyone. Everyone. And no they one shouldn't picks up be. Their poop. And do you like that? Do you like that they don't pick up the shit? It doesn't bother me because I also don't pick up the poop. <laughs> so I'm like, we're gonna all coexist like no. this. And that's okay. And this didn't start happening till like two thousands. <laughs> the two thousands. Mm. Everybody just let their dog shit on the floor and that was it. You really? clean it up, yeah. Oh. So see. Right. It's how it's the way of the world, Joyce. Poop makes the world go round. You don't like talking about poop. I don't, but look at me. <laughs> in twenty eighteen, she's opening up. I started. She's opening up to, I've been what? able to talk letter, about letter, poop. Letter. <laughs> in twenty eighteen, I started being able to use a lighter. 
never before was able to use a lighter <laughs> i was literally too so i'm so scared of fire that like i i i, I know what you're talking my about. i legitimately could not flick it i know exactly oh, what I you're talking about legitimately could not because now that the holidays are coming up my dad like from the time i was 11 to probably 17 would buy me a lighter every single year for christmas but i wouldn't know how to light it like it would be like a like a fire big lighter and then i got a zippo lighter one year and then i got a vintage lighter one year i could never do it and then like so at some point i figured you guys that never shit out. Set shit on fire when we were kids like, with a nope. magnifying glass <laughs> i honestly think i died in a fire in the past like i am very scared of fire oh man even though even like even though i could use a lighter now i try not to like i'll i'll buy like the super long the one. torch yeah. ones yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. i'll just use that for shit just so i don't have to be near the fire because like having my finger next this to the year flame. this year was the first year i started using matches i wasn't able oh, I to strike never, a match i will never do and that. now i i nope. most of the time light my joints with the match because i can never find a lighter <laughs> and i always you like smoking your joints so right but you can find a match where is there a readily available match that there's not a readily available lighter matches are free at every single yeah. gas station mm -hmm. ever and they're at every restaurant ever so i just keep them in my purse and in my car i feel like i have yeah that's a stoner's that? last resort though oh, right yeah do i like smoking joints i love smoking joints i've been off my i haven't been really at home recently i've just been like out and about so i haven't been smoking like my nightly joint but i've gotten really big into uh vape pens and like cartridges i, I can't like do vape those pens. vape pens yeah uh -uh. they don't they like they like i didn't like them before like three weeks ago but me and one of my coworkers, we fucking love them like, oh because well, you can get away with that shit yeah i had like this weird blunt Oh, it's gone now. But it was like th this whole thing was like covered. I think it was weed. Yeah, that's show Jay that. She was trying to roll one of those. So this is it's a glass tip. This is a glass tip blunt that has been rolled in Keef. Um, Shout and out it, to Chief Keef. And it was it <laughs> was definitely <laughs> it was definitely a good blunt because it has white ash, as you guys can see. Here. Oh wow, this is this is Joyce's <laughs> YouTube review on <laughs> um, cannabis. Smells pretty ass because it's been lit and it probably would burn my lungs because the tobacco is quite dry now. Wait, what's the tobacco? The wood? The wood that it's wrapped in? Yeah. Okay. The leaf. It's a whole leaf. It's a tobacco leaf. That's uh, what a blunt is. That's why okay. when people uh, when they say so we can't clean. Jay couldn't Jay can't roll blunts with the swish with the you're not supposed to with those ones right with a swisher uh huh don't ever roll a swisher god damn it I mean it's probably uh, I don't so know much random weed in my purse I don't like swishers they're definitely the easiest to roll but um. I, I only smoke backwards. Right now I'm gonna go when I when I leave here, which is like nowish. I'm gonna smoke this in my car and then go walk around I the grove. Smoke it in your car with you. I want to smoke it in your car with you. Smoke weed every day. Hot yeah. session. She, she was like, that was not an invite. It everybody. wasn't because no. I'm going to the grove to look around. And then Nikki just went to the grove the other day, and she went to the Barnes and Noble, and apparently they're not Nikki Minaj. No, Nikki, Nikki G. <laughs> um, and they're apparently displaying the Trap Kitchen cookbook like front and center. Fire. That's yeah. re that's really you though, right? Yeah. Fucking, okay, I gotta yeah. go get that that's shit. So I gotta cool. go get it. Yeah, I like I I legitimately forgot that you could purchase that in Barnes and Noble, and so when she posted that on her story, I was like, holy shit! I am an actual published author that's in stores. Like, whoa. So yeah. Oh, Gate Thunderbolts. Another sign, another sign, yeah. another sign. Another author, sign. Yeah. Awesome. Podcast host and founder. Uh -huh. <laughs> Keep them going. Yeah. That was not, yeah, just, just that was not exactly. And you will be hearing so much yeah, about that. I fucking love this show. What were you saying? I was like, you're gonna hear so much more of us in the new year. Yes, 2019 is my motherfucking year, bitch, motherfuckers. And it's Nova's year. He's gonna take over too. 
I don't know what he's going to do, but he's going to do it. It's Guap Dad's year. It's Chris's year. It's Joyce's year. It's Ariella's year. It's Prime's year. It's Jay's year. It's Jay's year. <laughs> it's touring year. It is. Yes. We're going to do some live shows. We're going to make some merch because Prime, I actually met Prime. Oh, yeah. That's a cool. That's we never talked about that either. He, um, yeah, he had hit me up and he he had merch that he wanted to get me. You sent me merch, I think, before anything yeah. else, before Prime. I even lived in L.A., and I, it was like a, a, a Compton shirt. I remember I wore one of the shirts on the my going away party when I was moving to L.A. and New York because oh, it was just like so fitting or whatever. Oh, so he creates that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he man, makes okay. shirts and stuff. Prime so I'm like, yeah, let's 87? Get, yeah, so okay. let's get some. And, he, and he's the photographer that did our shoot and he took the pictures. And Maybe I might recreate your shoot and squat on my own <laughs> and have my own merch. <laughs> Do it. Yes. And oh, oh hi, Prime, Prime is definitely <laughs> wearing a Prime shirt right now. Prime is making a shirt that Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. And, um... And oh my little honey, oh papa, and uh, and then me and me and Prime met up when I moved to LA because uh, he had reached out and he was like, "Yo, like you're too fired to not be doing nothing. Like I have a camera. Like what's up? Like let's brainstorm." And he took me to this fire ass chicken spot in Encino, on Ventura, and we brainstormed some ideas. And then right after that, two shorts people had hit me up about potentially him about too short doing like a little show. I love how she how she talks like She's it's like, so catch every day. Yeah. And then and then questions her identity. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was able to bring Prime in on that project. And then like you know things happened and that project didn't pan out. But it was just really cool that like we were able to start working on that capacity. And so then you know once the the, the podcast presented itself as a thing brought prime on and here we are so i don't know what started this conversation i don't know what the point was merch but, oh merch yes so 20 2019 we're gonna do merch we're gonna do pictures we're gonna meet do and more greets. photo shoots meet and greets we gotta do more bar Events. meetups all that shit Events, yeah and i'm gonna bring nova to as much as i can when his dad gives me him Right, Novi? I'm going to put one more thing out there for you. Okay. Television work. You need to have yes. a goddamn mm. camera following you around. I do. We need the, those work sessions that we do. Yeah. Those need to be recorded because we come up with <laughs> some shit there. I do. Yeah. yeah. Definitely want to see more I of agree. you on the screen. I, I, oh, I agree. Yeah. What do you think, Novi? Good stuff. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that'll be, that's this week's episode. Do you have any, like, Parting that's words? this year's episode. So do you, so give us, give us some, some good shit. Say something Cool. <laughs> Good shit. <clears throat> Let's start with Joyce. Okay. Yeah. Joyce, I think that you're a closet introvert. I know that you're a, you come across as being an extrovert, mm -hmm. and I think that you really need to come into that and really be you. Okay. Let some let some let some stuff fall off, especially you're over over analyzing and internalizing stuff. Be present. I'm not saying that you're not present all the time, mm -hmm. but step out and just in in let things kind of flow the way they need to flow right now. Does that make sense? I, I guess so. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You but don't, yes, you, you don't I'll need take to have you don't need to have a plan. Again, just just do you. Take take the experience for what it is. Be present. Look around you. Look for your guides. Look for your symbols. Look for your angels. Here comes those gate thunderbolts again. And just really pay attention to what's going on and and start I don't want to say living up to your name yet, because you're still learning and you're still growing. That's what I'm doing. Just take yourself out. Yeah, just keep keep yourself out there. Keep yourself going. Keep yourself positive. Okay. Okay. Marissa, yep. love, you, you've you gotten every single sign that you could possibly think of this year. This was the year of endings for both of us. Mm -hmm. We're still raw from it. Yeah. 2019, I want to see you put yourself out there more, and I want to see you start collaborating more with people and getting uh, linking up with people and collaborating on opportunities, like okay. Amber, maybe doing something with Amber mm -hmm. and putting yourself out there, more television work. I want to see you come out of your shell. I want more refinement from you. I think so highly of you. I would 
you know, love to work with you anytime. Yes, I'm telling you. So if oh. you need that six-week course, I yeah. got you. No, let's do it. Okay. Anybody else? We'll thank talk you off here. We'll talk off here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. You guys are like, welcome. Anytime. I'm so thankful for meeting you this year. And, I, and I'm glad that, you know, my listeners fuck with you too. And um, thank you to my, to my listeners. That really, Thanks. you know, y'all keep me going too. The, the same. Yeah, you know, thank you. I can, I can have my, my squad tell me all day, like, no, Marissa, you got to come in. And I'll be like, I still don't want to. And then I'll get one message from one listener that's like, yo, you're my best friend in my head or you made me laugh this week when I was upset about everything else or you motivated me to lose weight or you motivated me to fucking have a fly out. Who cares? Whatever I did, you know, those messages, you guys, like I'm telling you, even when it's like something so small, like, hey, you mentioned uh, a brand on a podcast. What is it? Because I want to cop that shit. Even that is like, thank you for fucking listening. Thank you for for reaching out and for caring and for giving a shit. I like I still am working on appreciating myself and knowing that I'm of value. So I still wonder sometimes like why the fuck anyone listens to me, <laughs> but thank you. Like I just, I can't say thank you enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you guys. You so Cause that's really all that kept me going this year was y'all. So thank you. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me do one. Thank you too. Thank you to your fans because there's some of the realest people that I know out there that, that are now my fans that support hard. me. Yeah, they yeah. do. Her fans do go hard. And <laughs> I've got a good majority of clients come through from you as well too. And you've got deep fans. So shout out to your fans. Thank, thank you, you for exactly. supporting me and rocking with me because you have the best fans. Yeah. Well, yeah. M-E-I-A mob. Mm -hmm. and yes. You got like, honestly, it's kind of fun for me because like, I don't like have like, millions of followers or anything like that like I, you guys like all comments on my stories and like <laughs> i just it makes me feel like we have conversations like marissa's fans they're more marissa's fans than mine definitely not my fans but like we'll definitely talk and like it's like some of these people like i know what they're up to like we're kind of like internet friends mm -hmm. like, did you listen to my episode today no i didn't check yet. it out because okay. i gave you a shout out on there oh! you'll know exactly what i'm talking about after this yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I love you. M-E-I-A podcast at gmail.com if you want to holla at the kid. We'll see you Marissa explains if you want to holla at us there, or you can DM me, 50-50 chance I will answer, but if it's a compliment, I usually do. <laughs> and, um, yeah, see, I'll see you guys in the new year. No episode next week because we're going to enjoy our vacations and trips back home and wherever the hell and Plus Dash Radio is closed. Um, and then we'll be back at the top of the year to give you more shit for you for your ears and all that and for your eyes shout out to youtube.com slash marissa mendez hey and we're gonna leave you guys with a lovely christmas song i forget what the name of it's called but it's guap dad 4000's christmas song hopefully by the time this episode is out he'll have already dropped it otherwise it's a premiere oh look at saki's christmas sweater and um that is all love you guys shout out to chris medina you can follow him on instagram and twitter at psychic chris m Holla. And listen to his podcast, In Your Head with Chris Medina, on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Spotify, and Audio Boom. Holla. Bye. I come from a place where it doesn't snow. The same place where Santa don't show. But baby, don't cry. No, dry your eyes for me now. I got cognac and a wood for you. Oh, yeah. Hey, before I can leave Pampers, 
All the mist behind Santa will unravel for a youth to be whole. It's so cold for a 